You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White. I am really excited today. I have with me in studio Solomon Smith and Brandon Smith. They are the king of barbecue sauces, which is a family-owned businesses that started in the 1970s. So we're going to get a little history a little bit later on. But these sauces were first used in restaurants, but now they're in the Chicago land area and it is smoking hot, red hot. And so we're going to be talking with them today. Now, these sauces are marketed in the public and these these sauces are gluten-free. They are all natural. They contain no sugars, no preservatives. I mean, this is a healthy sauce for the whole entire family. Um, they have about 12 different sauces, and we're going to talk about those a little bit later. Welcome, gentlemen, to the show. Thank you. You know, there's a lot that we got to talk about, but I first, Brandon, want to know a little bit about uh, the backstory of how did these sauces first begin? I mean, did it start with your grandfather or great-great-grandfather? I know a little earlier we were talking about your great-grandfather, but where did it begin for you? And then we're going to go to Solomon. Uh, for me, my grandfather always traveled to Southern Illinois and Cairo. He said a guy has some products, well, two sauces actually. Mm -hmm. uh, we started with the original and the apple. So those were the two that the guy sold in the restaurant. Okay. Um, my grandfather always traveled down there, talked to the guy and said, hey, we need to get these products up to the Chicagoland area. And the guy, he wasn't really into the expansion of that. He wanted to keep it local in his restaurant. So mm -hmm. my grandfather pulled some strings, bought the rights to it. And then uh, we brought it up here. It was actually under a name called Shimwell's. Uh, and then a little discrepancies along the line happened with the logo and the name and whatnot. So uh, we decided to scrap all that and actually put his name on the product, which was uh, an idea that we had uh, gotten from one of the Caputo's buyers. Those were one of our first accounts. Okay. So the guy said, hey, don't just scrap the whole product. Put your name on it now. So my grandfather put his name on it, came out with two. Then we added five more to make it seven, then we added five more to make it 12, you see here, yeah. and then we'll be having three more uh, pasta sauces actually come in uh, 2023. Now, Solomon, this is a dream, okay? Um, I'm, I'm sure you love soul food and good cooking and things like that. Um, when this idea first came to you to, to carry this product, what were your thoughts? Were you afraid of, I don't know if we can do this or were you just, let's just go for it? Well, one, one reason I was encouraged, the vinegar base in Chicago era, mm -hmm. everything is chicken tomato base. Oh. If you notice, there very, very few vinegar bases, if any, yeah. was on the market before we put these out that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. So we were sold with vinegar, mm -hmm. two vinegar bases, mm -hmm. which was uh, tangy okay. and apple, which is mm -hmm. sweet. Now, that's an important thing, because that's what I want to ask you, Brandon, because what makes a good barbecue sauce? Because what you said is important. They're not all equal. Mm -hmm. They're not all equal. So what does make a great barbecue sauce? Not giving away the secrets, mm -hmm. but 
what he said, though, the base is what's important. So what makes a good barbecue so, sauce? Honestly, I was never one to dress anything okay. that I had with condiments and sauces until we developed our own line. Okay. But uh, what makes a good barbecue sauce to me, uh, I like it a little bit on the sweet side. Mm. Uh, lay, put it, lay it thick. <laughs> the, the tank is kind of overwhelming to me. I still like to keep it sweet. Okay. Uh, but like you said, the, uh, the the other sauces out there, you know, has have uh, tomato based and sugar and everything. Yes. And, most yes. of the content you can't really pronounce, so you don't mm. know exactly what you're consuming there. But with our product, uh, you could make out every single thing in in the, in the bottles that's on the label. Um, so to me, what makes a good sauce is is the sweetness of it. Mm. Um, if, wow. if you want a little tanginess too, to add a little little zing to it, you, some some people mix it with both. Now. Solomon, how important is it for you to want to have a healthy sauce? Because people, when they're putting the sauce and the gravy on, they don't care. They're just smothering it, so to speak. Mm -hmm. How important for you was it to have a healthy sauce on the market? Well, what we noticed, most people mm -hmm. started reading labels. I noticed that. Oh. When I used to go out and demo the sauce, people would get the label. Mm -hmm. They said, why so much salt? Mm -hmm. When I was selling with the, the other sauce before we mm -hmm. brought our own brand, yeah. they would ask, why so much salt? Mm -hmm. they, would, they, they would question it. Yeah. Oh. So my son is a vegan. Mm, okay. Right? And Brandon <laughs> was leaning that way. Okay. And they was pushed by a healthy product. Like, we don't eat this, we don't eat that. Okay. So I heard that all the time around the house. Okay. okay. So I, I decided, let's go, let's go healthy as we possibly can. So then we talked to a manufacturer. Okay. So we want to make a vinegar base. Mm. We don't want no salt or less salt. We don't want no sugar. We don't want no gluten. My so, goodness. And said, so can we make it? So we started testing it out. That, and then yeah. he said, yeah, we can give you that. So that's what we came up with. Now, Brandon, this is interesting because um, we talk about vegans, vegetarians, which, which Solomon just mentioned. Um, people that don't eat meat. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about like tofu and things. Can you use this? and give it the same flavor yeah, that yes. you would? So when we go to the stores, we do our promoting okay. and we tell people what's in it and, and whatnot. Some, to piggyback off what he said, people read the label, um, you see people being more conscious of their eating. Yes. Uh, yes. Not as a, not really, I'll say majority really don't, don't really pay attention mm -hmm. to the contents, but those who do, this product is for them. Wow. And to those that are vegetarian or vegan, uh, we have we still have the chow chow regular and spicy, also the hot jardinera and the dry rub mm. uh, that could go well or be seasoned with vegetables. The dry rub is the number one seller. Mm. I'll sell everything in four to one simply because you can put on vegetables, fish, meats. Yes. So whether you're an avid meat eater, a vegetarian or a vegan, you can still or a pescatarian, you can still use our dry rub. Now that's it really interesting because I know when I met Solomon in the store, this is this is a true story. He was had these products and he was doing demos, you know, when people are showing their products. And he was like, look, try this this sauce. And I was like, and so it was this particular product here, as a matter of fact, this product right here, and uh, the all-purpose rub. And I looked at it and I said, okay, he's an older gentleman selling this product. I'm gonna help a brother out. And I thought, right, I get home, I try the product on some some, I think it was chicken that we we're having that day. Whoa, I mean the explosion, scrum delicious. I mean, it was explosive. It was and I thought, wait a minute, I can't believe it was that good. So I tried it on some other food that week. The whole week, everything that I made, I even put it on eggs. I put it on everything that I made. I sprinkled it on chili, everything that I made. I was so impressed that I ran out. And I and so the next week, come back, I come back to one of my favorite uh, stores. 
and he was there. And I was so excited. I felt like I have this new found product. And I'm like, Solomon, this is really good. It's a good product. And I said, I'm using it on everything. So there was a lady that was in the store and she was kind of looking around in the area that we were. And I said, you've got to try this product. She says, I'm looking for something for to put on my meat. I said, you've got to try this product. I said, this is so good. I put it on everything. And I'm talking to this lady who I didn't know in the store about my enthusiasm over this product. It tastes so good and you can use it on everything. And she goes, okay. So she takes it and puts it in her cart. And I'm just like wanting to go throughout the whole store and said, you got to try Solomon's Rub. It's so good. I mean, I was not prepared because a lot of times... You see products in the store and you thought, okay, I'll just try it. But this is a product, this rub that you can literally use on breakfast items. You can use it on lunch items. You can use it on dinner items. I mean, this, I can see why it's a seller four to one mm -hmm. because it's like a universal product that you can use. But the taste and the fact that it's healthy, you can't beat that. Low I mean, sodium, low cholesterol, everything's low. Man. A lot of people, when we reach out to them in the stores, try to promote it. Mm -hmm. uh, they say, oh, I don't, I don't use sauce on any of my food. Well, I say, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I have a dry rub seasoning. And then they, they kind of hard to walk away from that because, I mean, if you don't season your food, I don't yeah. know what right, you're doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So some of them say, hey, oh, I don't eat meat. And I say, okay, that's perfect. We have relishes and peppers. Mm. Oh, I don't this, this. And I say, okay, that's fine. We have this. So us having 12 items really lets us branch out to wow. pretty much every customer out there that has a specific diet type and whatnot. Wow, which is so cool. Now, Solomon, you know, since you are the king of sauces, let's talk about grilling for a little bit. Talk about, you know, different meats and other things that you can grill that are vegetables. People will sometimes use, um, let's say, charcoal or they'll use different types of um like hickory smoke when they're by, what would you suggest when you're doing your own grilling at home to make the flavor come out? Because this is, this is it right here. But there's people that just have a habit of just doing a grilling a certain kind of way. How do you do your grilling? And what suggestion would you use when using your sauces when grilling? Well, some time ago, mm -hmm. we used to own and operate a carrot barbecue. Okay. House. Okay. Okay. Uh, what I learned, the, what really count is the seasoning, mm. and that's where the rub come in. Okay, okay. So when we uh, used to prepare our meats, it's like years ago now, uh -huh. we used to season our meat first. We prepare it. So we used okay. to season it, and we okay. used to freeze it. Oh, wow. Right. Now, do people do that nowadays? They, they probably don't do it, but that's what we used to do. Okay, because it's like a marinade type right. of thing. It's like a marinade. And, and, and the reason we froze, wow. we froze our, our ribs, mm -hmm. and we seasoned and froze them, because mm -hmm. a lot of restaurants, they boil the ribs. Oh. And they boil them and make them tender. Okay. Right? Okay. So if you freeze them and put them on the pit, you 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 get the boil in mm. concept, yeah, yeah. but don't boil them, mm -hmm. and the flavors stay in, and, and you get a real tasty, okay. and then it just falls to bone without without you boiling it. See, that was a <laughs> yeah, tip, you right. all. You all just got one of the right. tips from the king of right. barbecue sauces That's what right there. Do. That's what you do at Rios. Now, do you ago. do that today? Do you no, no, do we, we, we okay. did that some time ago. Okay. So we used to take and we used to do it. We we, 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 we bound like Monday. Okay. Prepare okay. them, okay. trim them, yeah. freeze them, season them, freeze them, then put them on the pit and sell them on the weekend. 
So I don't we went to great a lot of work to get them yeah. the flavor. Yeah. So a lot of people came to our restaurant, mm. said, give me the rib with no no sauce, because we would have the season already in the rib. <laughs> that's that that's, that's, that's the look. We got the real business like in 72, 73. Right, you know, right, right. Ago. Now, so, how do you think that the business branding has changed over the years? Because there's a lot of sauces on the market. I mean, it's almost like like making music. Everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to get into this business. How do you, how do you have you seen it change um, over the years, would you say? Because you've been with this particular brand. But like I said, there's tomato base and there's some of them have lots of salt. Lots of salt, lots of, you know, tomato paste. How, has there been ch major changes within the industry, would you say, with the, the sauces? Yeah, so with the industry, that's that's the thing. Our sauce adapts to what the industry requires. Okay. So okay. Um, okay. With, with, with just having the sauce and the content mm. on the label, okay. um, like I said, more people are, are really gravitating towards something healthier. Mm. And so we have that. Mm. And so uh, we really don't, compare ourselves. I mean, okay. you shouldn't compare yourself right, anyways. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if we were to, we still wouldn't because our mm. product is vinegar based. Everyone, mm. uh, for the most part, is tomato. Okay. Okay. Or okay. or some sort of base there. But ours vinegar is probably, we're probably the only ones on the shelf with the vinegar. And then we have the chow chow. We're probably the only ones that make the chow chow. There's a lot of relishes, pickle relishes, mm. jarneras, but okay. the chow chow in specific is from the South, mm. brought up here. Um, I never heard about it until my grandfather introduced me to the sauces. So uh, the sauce really adapts well mm. with the industry that's going on today. You know, wow. the more and more we go into the years, I feel as though people will um, eat a little better and yes. add this yes. to their uh, kitchen cabinet and what yeah. they have uh, yeah. that will promote that, you know, good, healthy eating. Now, you talked about a little bit about the sauces, the pasta sauces. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's used to like an Alfredo type of sauce. That's like the main sauce or tomato. Mm -hmm. um, what, let's talk a little bit about the new products that's okay. going to be coming out. Yeah, so out we have soon. three uh, pasta sauces coming. Mm. Uh, we have a marinara sauce. It may be spicy. Marinara sauce. It be a spicy marinara sauce. <laughs> you can do that on pizza or whatever. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, spaghetti. for sure. Mm -hmm. okay. And then we have a, a tomato basil. Mm. And the uh, Arab burrito sauce. So that those three right there, um, you know, it's just something different. You know, something that you know people of of our complexion just really are yeah. not into. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. When it comes to having the sauces, let alone pasta sauce, because you know everyone you know is going to tie it to Italians and yeah. whatnot. You know, yeah, exactly. when really. Exactly. Italians aren't the only ones who eat sauces, sauces yeah. or spaghetti sauce or <laughs> yeah. any. Everyone has it. You go to the. Mm. I just noticed. You know, I never really paid attention to grocery stores, but yeah. ever since we're in them every day, yeah. uh, you see the different products and the different types, and you see the different types of people yeah. buying these uh, condiments and sauces that we stick to one particular group of people okay. when it's really not that at all you know people might say all oh, this there there's people of color uh pushing the sauces right but it's not just for people of color it's for right. everyone everyone likes mustard mm -hmm. everyone likes mayo spicy mayo is a popular favorite for the past six months and right, right. it's something along the lines of a chick-fil-a sauce they don't wow. stick to one demographic exactly so exactly. we have more than one option for more than one demographic now, Solomon, I know you have different hats that you have to wear because as you started out, your name's on the product. And what are some of the jobs that you have? Because you were in the store actually, you know, just helping to sell the product, you know, and I know it goes to warehouses and things as well. 
what are some of the hats that you have on and trying to get this product promoted and get it out there because it's not easy. You know, you have to do, you know, mixing it and trying it and tasting and doing a lot. What are some of the hats that you have in, in just developing this whole product line? Well, what I do, I run Brandon crazy. <laughs> Because <laughs> we go in stores. That's an understatement. It's a grandson, too. We go in stores. I have a motto. But I go okay. to the store normally. Yeah. I won't leave this store unless I sell two or three bottles of my product. Wow. And I try to visit the store every day. Okay. So, so, like seven days a week, so, yeah, you're there. I, I'm, I'm on the store every day. That's a worth effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I, I take two days off. Oh, see, I have two days off. They're not built like him anymore. Yeah, yeah. He works every day. Even on an off day, he'll do two or three hours at a local store. Wow. Sundays, he'll do two or three hours. And so I've got to meet the people. Go watch football the product. And... And uh, so that's what I do. And, and, and um, yeah, I'm not like I say. And so I meet, oh, you'd be surprised. Mm. Uh, so the friends I make, that's yeah, what make it. Yeah. Like I met you. Right. right. He right. is a friend. Yeah, this is yeah, a friend. Right. Right. So I said, Brandon, right. you, I said, you, I, told, I was like, you've got to come on the show, Solomon, because I was, he, everybody in the store that was walking by, I was like, you got to taste this sauce. This is so good. I felt like this was my grandfather or something like that because he's very personable. And that's what it takes. And and uh, like you said, they don't make them like this anymore. No, no. Brandon, Brandon takes, takes off a couple of days. He wakes up at 5 a.m. to work out. Wow. To work out? 86 years old and he does that. What? And I'm tired. And I'm, how do you do this? And <laughs> it's just him being 11, 12, 8. And he tells me the story of he's just always working with his uncle. And I'm like, wow. 8, 9, 10. I'm, I wasn't working. I was out on my bike. And, wow. you know, with the friends around the block and everything else. Wow. So, yeah, he's definitely... Uh, last of a dying breed, and mm, to, to wow. touch on the hat, the the hats thing. Wearing all those hats, Depending yeah. on what location we are in Chicago, he wears different hats, whether okay. it be White Sox or Cubs. Oh. That helps promote uh, the selling as well. It does, because he had a hat on when I saw mm -hmm. him that day, mm -hmm. and I just, you know, he just looked like a regular, he didn't just have on all of his gear, and that made it approachable. It's I an easy like, conversation to start, oh, you know, okay. so if okay. you're in an area where Cubs fans, you put on the Cubs hat, mm -hmm. you know, you talk about the Cubs, you talk about grilling, watching a game, or mm -hmm. it's just, you just need, when you're selling in sales, you just need one thing, just one wow. little, it could wow. be from your shoes to your hat, type of phone, watch, wow. Wow. whatever it may be, you know, you just need one thing to start a conversation and, mm. you, and you're really the man, you got him like that. Now, now let's go back a little bit because earlier we were talking about your grandfather. I think it was your grandfather who has a different worth ethic than Brandon, obviously. Brandon has to take a couple of days off, watch the game and things like that. Um, is that where you got this worth ethic from? Just, you know, your grandfather seeing him work hard and, and things like that? Is Well, I got mine from, uh, I got married early in life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got my work from afraid of not having enough. You know? Wow. You know, like, like I had kids. Yeah. I always, just, it was a thing, like, was I going to have enough money for my kids? Wow. So I would do it always extra. Extra work. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I do extra to make sure that, mm. you know, I started as very young when I was a, when I was a young kid. Yeah. 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 I had to work and help support the family. Mm -hmm. And so, so I would go extra. Right. Yeah, right. Do extra. Yeah. Uh, so I always learn to do extra. If you don't do it, if you want more, you got to do more. You, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which Brandon's riding his bike at age eight or nine, yeah, so he didn't have to really work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. He, he did it. He did it. He did it. He paid And then I got older. It's like, all right, Brandon, either you're going you're gonna to stay at school mm -hmm. or you're going to come and do work. You know, so I go to school and then yeah. when we come home from break, yeah. I'll do some working with, with my pop. 
Now, how important is the legacy? Because obviously this worth ethic is very important. Mm-hmm. How important is it for you to keep this, you know, line going? You know, legacy is very important because like he said, it was really important. You have to, you didn't have enough. So he was working harder. Mm-hmm. Um, with it being passed down to the next generation, how important is it for you to keep the legacy going with this great product? Because once you taste it, it's like you don't go back. You, you stay within this line of products. So so do you have that same drive to to continue the legacy? So of the legacy product? to me is very important. Uh, when I was younger, 22, mm-hmm. 23, 24, 25, I didn't see it. I didn't see his vision. Okay. I saw, okay. But I did see him going out every day, okay. you know. Okay. So I, I was watching and I'll come do a couple months here and there and still go work, uh, you know, mm. whatever job that right, I did have. Right, right, uh, But right. something, ownership, to me it's about ownership. And like you said earlier, you're not going to attain wealth working for someone else. Wow. So I'd rather would have this right here uh, is he built it from the ground up. And now I, I want to take it on and keep building it to the point where those after me, yeah. can work a little less harder yeah, or a little, little less time in the day yeah. or just as hard, right. you know, but they're not back breaking sweating hours, you know, like how, you know, generations come is the work ethic is going to change, exactly. you know, and you yeah. see it yeah. between us right here. Right. He's right. just, just, he, he's right. Diligent, he you know, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he and me, I'm, I need two off days, you know, I just game. need a mental health day, you know, <laughs> Back then, they didn't really preach that, but now it's probably more important now than ever to take yeah. those days for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when I do do that, it gives you time to step back and see, okay, okay what does this company need? Wow. What, wow. what are we missing? How can yeah. we make it better? So constantly every day, uh, even when I'm not, you know, working, I'm still thinking of About ways and what product, what type of products, how to push what, what market, what area, what neighborhood, what really works, you know, okay. what area sells greater and, you know, which one doesn't. So it's choosing where I put my time into. Those are what happens on the off day. So you constantly still working really because yeah, I'm sending yeah. out emails, I'm talking yeah. to corporate, okay. I'm making sure everything goes well with the okay. barcodes, the labeling, the pricing. Mm-hmm. So you're still working, but it's not in the field. Now, you know, to 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 develop a product from scratch, like we were talking about earlier, and to keep it going for all these years, this has been around since the 70s. Um, it just didn't happen just like by happenstance. Um, how important is it, you know, we're putting in the work, but the belief system, the belief in the product and your your faith in something else, because it has to be a lot of people that will believe in you, but you have to believe in yourself. So what did you do as far as um, to keep yourself motivated, to keep you pushing forward? Is there something else that was pushing you, you know, a higher power or something that said you can do it, you can make it, you know, because your grandparents had passed on and yet something inside of you was like, keep going, keep pushing. Um, are you a person of, of belief or faith or something to believe that you can do it? When people might've said, you can't do it, you're not gonna, I'm not gonna carry your product. What kept you going since the seventies? Well, I was, I was taught because I was raised by my uncle. My oh, mother okay. died when I was like eight years old. Wow. So I was, my uncle raised me, not okay. my father, my mother. So I was taught as a young kid that you have to work hard Believe in yourself, mm. and you have to be at the whatever you do. Mm-hmm. You got to be at the top of it. Mm. Uh, my uncle taught me if you're gonna be ten, no, get it, go where you can be one, 
two, one, two, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Never, you got to be at the top of whatever you're Oh, at. okay. So don't okay. never go on nothing. You can't be at the top. Wow. You won't be, you won't be at the top of whatever you're in. Mm-hmm. Be at the top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He always was a big believer in that. Yeah. So you yeah. have to work, and you have to work hard. Mm. Uh, you got to keep working at it. Keep working, and believe wow. in yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Wow. You know, Brandon, would you, what would you say as far as to an entrepreneur, to a person that um, wants to get into this business, but it's not easy to get into this business because you got to have that secret ingredient that you all have and the perseverance to keep going through all these years. Um, what would you say to an entrepreneur that would like to go into this industry? Because they have had a recipe that's been around for a long time in the family um, and they want to go into it, but they may be afraid. So what would you say to an entrepreneur? that would like to break into this industry? Um, whether it be this industry or any other industry, I say, uh, you know, you, you get out what you put in. Mm. If, you, if you're gonna do something, it has to be at 100% or you're just wasting your time. Wow. And as, as far as go, the, to go along with the, uh, you know, you talk about fear and mm-hmm. the doubt, that right there, it has to, it can't be any of that. Yeah. Uh, you have to, anything worth having, you, you have to work for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, and you might start anything and say, oh, I'm not getting the support I need. And, and what I find out, and it's not a knock on anybody, but what I find out is that strangers are going to support you a little more than your wow. friends. Wow. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, you're going to get that. You, there are more strangers than you have friends. True. So true. do you really want, you want your friends to support because yeah. you're thinking, you know, I've supported you and yeah. support me. Yeah. yeah. And you can't hold a grudge or, or I used to, when I was real young, I had to find that out. Mm. And I'm saying, you, you, you're my friend and you haven't bought anything, you know? I, oh. So it took some mature for me to really sit back and say, oh, well, what really happened was when COVID first came about. Yeah. Friends good. were still supporting, but it was okay. those strangers mm. that kept it that kept it going. Right. And and um that's when we first started doing the online sales. Okay. And even my even I have friends or family that they they may not buy it. Okay. But they understand that getting it out there, promotion, it costs zero dollars to support. Okay. So they, they might share a post or they oh, might talk about it okay. or they might pass word down to someone else mm-hmm. that's big on the sauces or smoked meat or, okay. you know, whatever you can use with our product. So right. I say to that person, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, is yeah, you're going to not get knocked down a lot. You're going to get told wow. no a lot. Wow. We've heard no plenty of times. Mm. We, we even got cursed out by like the Piggly Wiggly <laughs> corporate head guy, wow. you know, in the middle of wow. a meeting with like wow. 10 execs he had. You know, we were there for a meeting, got cursed yeah. out, and we left right out. Wow. wow. The normal person probably would have packed everything up and fold, but that right there has to be added as fuel to the fire to keep going. Wow. Because you're wow. trying to prove to them and yourself as well that you can right. do it. That you can do it. Now, that's the thing. The thing You have to have perseverance to keep going no matter what, because you will get knocked down. And like you said, friends maybe can support you a little bit, but strangers, you're right. There are more strangers in the world than there are friends that you have, you know, is 2 billion or whatever people in the world, but people have, you know, a list of friends, but you don't have that many, you know, friends. So that's a very important thing. How did you make it through, we said the pandemic through that, that time in that era, because people were, you know, just afraid to try to even go to the store to purchase products, you know, something. So how did, what was that like going through that time? Because restaurants were experiencing a lot of difficulties. People just weren't shopping in the store. They were ordering things and, you know, you couldn't be there saying, Hey, try this. Well, we didn't demo, but I made my appearance in the store every day. Even really? During the, 
Seven the, days a week, right? <laughs> I, I put the mask on, go to the store, and talk to people. Because if you, if you notice, uh, any product, if, yeah. you, if you turn yeah. the TV, you see all the time Cadillac, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coca Cola. Yeah, the major products is always on TV. Mm. So I don't have TV money, but, okay. but I make myself appearance on all these oh, different. Okay. I, okay. I've been in every jewel okay. in the Chicago area. Okay. okay, I've been in every Mariano's in Chicago area. Wow, I wow. demoed in them. That's been, a lot. I've been in every Caputo's in Chicago wow. area. So wow, so instead of I don't have the money to go on, t on yeah, TV. Yeah. Until, today. Today, <laughs> until, until today. Until today, right. But if I'm done, yeah. I, I, I appeared at all these different stores. Okay. okay. And I, and I in stores like Valleys, mm. uh, One Stop, mm. uh, all these stores. I've been, I go to all the stores. Uh, Riverside Food, every store we have, yeah. we I, I visit those stores, right? right? right, right. And I, I meet a lot of people. Mm. So throughout Chicago area, I bet you I met thousands, thousands of people personally. Wow, wow. So, and talk to them. Yeah, like I guess yeah. I talked to a girl from Russia. Mm. She bought two bottles. Wow. She, she, she rushed, she never He's very it. personable. She never heard of the product before. Wow. And I said, she's from Russia. And I, I know she's a foreigner. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, uh, then it, but she bought two bottles. So, but what I'm saying, you, you have to make up. What you, what you, what if you, you show it on one thing, yeah. you got to make up some else. Something else. So yeah. I make a personal appearance to all these mm. stores. Wow. I mean, all over. <laughs> wow. Brandon, where would you like to see the product go? You're the president of of the uh, Solomon Products mm -hmm. Barbecue Sauce. Mm -hmm. he, this is the king, though. Mm -hmm. This is the king of barbecue sauce. He can Where would you like to see the product go uh, in the future? Because this is a great product. Uh, that's why we wanted to do the show today mm -hmm. on this great, great product. Uh, I'll say more stores, more households. Uh, getting to the point where we aren't touching the product, you know, more corporate like uh, distributors, uh, West Coast, East Coast, wow. Northern Border. You know, I, I, we would like it. This is a good product. It's a very and good I, product. And, and I almost want to like take maybe like a week or two yeah. to go to maybe Texas, Atlanta, California wow. and introduce this product to yeah. those stores that's yeah. there because uh, the the major uh Corporations are like Albertson, you know, and uh, and we and Kroger, Albertson yeah, and Kroger, yeah, you know, yeah. they're those are the two top companies that have multiple stores all over the nation. Mm -hmm. So if we're already under Albertson. Then those right. stores that's under them will trickle down in Nebraska, California, Seattle, Man. Houston, Texas. A lot of territory. Yeah, it's a lot of territory. Right. So it's just being a small guy. Um, you know, we don't just get discouraged by that. It's just as more to accomplish and each accomplishment you know you get bigger and bigger not so to speak like ego wise but the confidence grows wow. and now you see and, and it's really honestly to me it's nothing we can't do you know yeah, yeah. there's nowhere we can't go with the product it's just mm -hmm. the fact of getting it there i have a friend in turkey yeah. uh he was a foreign exchange student um and he said he said they would love the relish there so uh, we will get it out to them and, and see where that goes. You never wow. know. Wow. Well, folks, we're just about out of time. We want to thank you for listening. Um, we have been talking to the king of barbecue sauces, Solomon Smith today, and the president, Brandon Smith, who has 
awesome. I mean, it's scrum delicious. This is a sauce and a rub that when it hits your mouth, it's an explosion of flavor and taste. I mean, it makes you hungry any time of the day, just thinking about these sauces and the great things that you can do with these sauces. Um, you might have, this is a pioneer actually in the barbecue industry. He's been in this since the seventies and he has perfected these sauces. There's new sauces coming out, three or four more uh, products. So we'll look out for those products. If you you did not hear this entire broadcast today. I want you to visit our website at www.road2eternity to find out more information about this awesome sauces, Solomon's Barbecue Sauces Rubs. There's over 12 different products. Their information will be on our website so that you can check it out. I want you to share this information. I want you to purchase this product. Look for it. Ask for it in your grocery store because it's a great product. The holidays are coming up. We want you to flavor up your food. Put a little spice in your life. Put a little sauce, okay, in your food. Don't eat bland food. Even if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, this is something that you can eat. It's gluten-free, no salt, no sugars, no added preservatives. It's healthy for the entire family. We just love it. I, I was just like putting it on everything. And I'm, I'm definitely, definitely a supporter of this sauce. But I want to thank you for listening today. And I want you to go out and purchase this product. Purchase it for your cousins, your in-laws, your outlaws, cousins by the dozens, okay? Because it's just that good. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.